What is up, everybody? Welcome to the good old Angry American uh, um, fiasco here. Uh, we're, we're missing Emery tonight. He's on a plane having to do stuff, but we have, as always, Sue LaRue and uh, T with us, Mr. Bob Toombs of Mountain Readiness. And our, and our special guest tonight, which we haven't got to talk yet, man. I came in a little bit late. I had guests show up. I didn't anticipate being here, and I had to run them off. But we got TD here with the, uh, with the Texas boys, and I know your son's out doing other stuff, but at least we got you here tonight, man. Yeah, thanks for having us on tonight. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. So you guys, so, so everybody gets to understand who you guys are and what you do. You guys run a homestead and a YouTube channel, um, yep. and you put out great videos because I've been watching a bunch of them this week. Um, so let everybody know kind of like who you guys are, what you're up to, and then we'll, we'll get into other fun stuff. So we're, we're a family of eight. We strategically relocated to Texas almost 10 years ago now at, with the intention of living a more intentional life. We were, before we moved, we were kind of preppers. I mean, we, we stored food in buckets and different things like that. Um, but we left the Northeast because it was just not friendly to humans. And we wanted a nicer climate. We loved Southern hospitality. So we relocated down here. We kind of hit the reset button, started over again, started learning uh, agrarianism, agriculture, like husbandry. And so now we have a, a small cattle herd. Uh, the boys started the YouTube channel as a hobby, and that started funding their different entrepreneurial ventures. So now we have a website where we sell our homestead products and we network with other local uh, providers and homesteaders. And then just recently, we started selling our beef and pork locally. Um, so we just continue to expand. And our intention and hope was that we could continue to accrue property and that our family would grow um, as a in a legacy way, like we developed the concept of rather than giving your children an inheritance when you die, what if we could work it out logistically where we could give them that legacy while we were alive and then help them develop it? So that's kind of our like end game strategy. Um, we're, we're incredibly blessed and we just wanted to take advantage of all the opportunities that we have. And so we homeschool them, we train them and teach them and they're in turn, um, continuing that cycle, we, we were very burdened to raise the next generation because the current generation, unfortunately, are a bunch of idiots and, uh, you know, pink haired, whatever. So, you know, we're trying our best to uh, fight the culture war. <laughs> and, well, and that's what it takes everybody doing whatever they can, you know. Yeah. And, right. and, I, and I like the idea, you know, anybody who's willing to get get more or closer to, to the source of, of your food, your, your water, all your stuff. Like Sue raises cattle. Um, you know, T's got a place up in the mountains of North Carolina. We all live out. None of us live in, in you know, urban areas by any stretch yes. of the imagination. So how many, how many head of cows do you have now? So right now I think we have about 20. Oh, wow. How many are you run, yeah. Sue? I've, I've got, uh, I've got uh, four heifers and, and one bull. So uh, I I didn't even know I had a bull until uh, kind of peed out of the middle. So I uh, went, to, went, to, went to milker and uh, you know yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying yeah. to figure out what I'm going to do with a Brahma bull. My my wife thinks it's cute, and I say yeah, it's cute for about six months, and then uh, then we got to figure out how we're going to get it back into a trailer and get it out of here. So, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, bands, man, put bands on that thing now and get it over with. Band him up. Yeah, and then uh, the rest, the rest of the heifers are uh, Angus, and uh, I, we kind of stumbled into it. I think uh, I think what we're going to try to do is do the uh, do the block of straws, where uh, my wife's a, a vet a vet tech, and uh, we're going to try to do the artificial insemination instead of having you know uh, mm -hmm. bulls and worrying about you know people getting hurt or or animals mm -hmm. getting hurt things like that. We're gonna we're gonna try to build our herd off of these uh, these four heifers, uh, mostly Angus Brahma mix type thing. Shorter legs, good for the mountains here in uh, North Carolina. I'm, I'm from Texas originally, but uh, a, a lot of the Texas cattle up here just don't do too well. A lot of the, they don't do too well in the humidity up here. The, mm -hmm. the humidity is uh, quite a quite a factor up here in the, up here in the, the southeast. I, well, you you find wow. the same thing down there in Texas? Is, you, 
You got a lot of humidity to deal with. We have, you know, we're Northeast Texas. We have an enormous amount of humidity. We're, we're running right now. We're running Longhorn and because we wanted to preserve that. Uh, oh, and if you like my shirt, we sell swag and merch on our website. And Pitch so, it all, man. That's what you're here for. So, yeah, we're going to definitely put your links up and all that good stuff, too. But anything you got to pitch, send it out anytime. You know, this is all part. So what happened is, is the boys started a YouTube channel, and it was just kind of like a homesteading thing. And then we started speaking a little more reality stuff and talking about, you know, um, everything you know the the grand theft world that's been going on for the last three or four years and the channel exploded for about three months and we went from thirty thousand subs to about a hundred thousand subs wow. and then we started getting strikes and um started the whole shadow band thing mm -hmm. and uh, but that three month period we generated quite a bit of revenue and so they took all of that revenue and they bought their mobile sawmill and that's what kind of lined us up for these different businesses we've started. And we wanted the website to continue to monetize. So as we move to different platforms and, and what we've recently done is we just started the fearless podcast. So that's pushing out to all the different podcatchers as an, as an attempt to circumvent the technocracy of all this, uh, on awesome technocratic yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when the state decides that, that you're now an undesirable and, and the way they yes. treat you. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a sad world we live in. I don't know if you guys were watching the news today. I mean, it came out now that DOJ has proof that Biden's that Hunter and Biden received $20 million in payments from China. Nothing's happening. Nothing's going to happen. You know, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Andy. No, do any of you guys know who he is? He is. So Andy is a uh, independent journalist. Um, he's gay. He's Asian. Antifa hates him. Um, he was he was pretty severely beaten on video um, back in 2020, I think it was, and uh, and he sued the, the the people that did it to him in Portland, and the the jury just uh, sided with his attackers, with the with their attorney. Telling the jurors, I'll remember your faces, and I am Antifa. Even though all this was on video, it was all filmed. There was no denying that it happened. But it just goes to prove where we're at in the world that that if you're of the wrong political affiliation or, or thinking, um, you cannot get a fair shake now in the country. And I feel bad for like your sons that are, you know, you got a big family bringing these kids up in this world, and it's not the same view on the horizon that we had when we were growing up. No, and it's that's part of the whole hijacking of society. The way you finish off the Constitution and undermine it is you just have the ruling class, the district of criminals. And as long as you allow them to parade an open view of the average American and they literally get to do whatever they want unabated, you know, there is no rule of law. So, you know, we might as well have anarchy, you know, so that that's really the burn for the um you know, they want to upset the balance of power on our side, you know, mm -hmm. among the civilians to create, you know, their own color revolution that these George Soros's and um, Cambridge Analytica's the kind of stuff they do with the social um, manipulation. Oh, yeah. We've have you ever read the book Spetsnats before? Sue, you ever read Spetsnats by Superar? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I oh, yeah. yeah. You should look that one up. TD. It's uh, Superar was one of the highest ranking um Russian officers to ever defect and and he was over their their um spets you know he was he was in that in that world and and he was debriefed here in the US and I actually got to talk to the guy that debriefed him but it was pretty cool but but he wrote a book laying out how Russia would take America down and and they're just checking boxes. I mean we're marching along their program. They have what they call white white pink and red phases and we're deep in pink phase at the moment um with white being the benign things and then pink you know, more stuff starts happening. Red is when we're actually in full conflict. And uh, we're on our, well on our way to to the red phase of that. And I, I highly recommend you read it. It's a good book. So, and there we go. There's the Texas Boys website. Very nice. Thanks. Yeah. So, guys, hit them up and get, get some of their cool merch. Um, that's something I want to ask you, Sue, that came across. To, oh, did you guys see uh, what happened in Utah today? No, I didn't. So, so a 75-year-old guy was supposedly 
posting some I'm going to kill somebody in the White House uh, on social media. Um, the FBI decided this was a credible threat, went to his house and shot and killed him today. So mm. that's interesting. Um, kind of funny that, you know, Trump's being indicted for election fraud, essentially. Um, they're prosecuting the Republican electors in Michigan for election fraud. It's just been revealed that the state of Michigan has been hiding a massive voter fraud uh, investigation going on in their state that proves there was major voter fraud. The FBI has even looked at it and dismissed it and said, we're not going to touch it. And then you look at back in the summer of love that we had a couple of years ago when people like Pelosi and Maxine Waters were all out there calling for people to be punched in the face and assaulted to start all this violence. And it's okay for them to say all those things, but then people like Trump and this, this old fella in uh, Utah and any of the January 6th protesters that, that were rolled up and arrested and, and been locked away. When you, when you counterpose those against what happens to people on the left, we, we realize we're obviously now in a two tier justice system and, and uh, we are not the chosen ones. So it really makes you reevaluate how you start approaching things and considering things, you know, at least to me. Yeah. Um, well, and let's was, not let's not mention let's not mention that uh, he was seventy five. I don't know that weight. You know, weight three hundred pounds and 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 walk with pain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're yeah. He's not he's not an operator anymore. He's not he's not going to do a whole lot. Yeah, most likely. No, and they were, and and their first contact with him too was no one no one went to the house and knocked on the door and said, "Hey, can we talk to you about these posts?" It was uh, a SWAT team showed up. That was the first straight thing. Waco, kick the door team. and burn it down. Yep. So it's, yep. you know, it's funny that in in, in uh, totalitarian states and what we call, you know, banana republics and things like this, when you criticize the leader, you get killed. I mean, granted, this is only one guy right now, but, you know, with everything else that's going on, we got to look at it in totality. And it's, it's, it's not a good, uh, it's not a good omen for us. Yeah, and with all the signature reduction and all the online shenanigans, we don't even know if the guy actually posted anything or not. He could have just been a sacrificial lamb for the agenda, you know? Oh, yeah. Let's just make a point. I mean, it's mafia style. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, maybe he liked, you know, maybe, maybe uh, subscribe to uh, the Texas Boys or Angry American podcast and, like, oh, yeah, need to take that guy out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I know, fans of mine. I know that for a and before before we came on, uh, T was mentioning it. You know the the how how AI has gotten so sophisticated that it's pretty scary. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. uh, our our good friend Byron Russell needed a promo voice, and I and uh, Byron is he he he's agnostic. He doesn't he doesn't read the Bible at all. Just just to irritate him, I sent him the you know a recording of my voice in the first reading the first page of the Bible. And uh it was absolutely amazing how they could take that voice, his 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 AI program that he bought, he could take my voice and there's not one word in that first page of the Bible had anything to do with guns or muzzle velocity or things like that. But now my voice is sounds like a very professional promo for you know a, a, an assault rifle. NRA. Yeah, and it's just it's it's amazing how they that uh, you, you you listen to it. It's it sounds exactly like me. But uh, yeah. as we were saying, you know, I now somebody could take what the one page that I gave to Byron Russell and they could make it sound like I'm doing some kind of, some kind of a movement towards the government and things like that. And I'd be in, I'd be arrested yeah. and in jail overnight. They'd play that on CNN and there's all the proof that everybody needs. I'm already, I'm already convicted and yeah. the keys thrown That's a away. Deal. Yeah. Well, I've been saying for, for several years now that, and, and this is before AI even got to where it is at this point, you know, um, I don't know if you guys recall a few years ago, the deep fakes were coming out. Deep fake videos are all a thing. You're seeing it being talked about everywhere. And it's because the powers that be always like to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. I don't know why that's a thing, but they always do tell us what they're going to do before they do it. So now we're in the world where we have the ability to deep fake things. Like, and it's very, very hard to determine what's fake and what's not. So we remember that the NSA vacuums up all the data, uh, any message you send, any phone call you make, any text, email, DM, whatever you send, they they vacuum it up into the fusion centers. And and like Sue's just saying, now they've got AI 
algorithms that can take your voice and make you say anything they want. They have the same thing on the video side. They can recreate you with AI and it's going to be you saying onto camera, whatever the hell it is they want you to say. So they essentially have the ability to manufacture evidence against you at this point, which to me is more terrifying than anything. I mean, because we already know we're going to get a fair shake in courts and they're going to show up with this evidence that's irrefutable, you know? What's even more terrifying is that we're just now seeing this. You know that they've had this for plenty of time before it ever came to our doorstep. So let's think about the past 10 years, maybe longer, of things that we have all watched on the 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 telly that uh could have been you know manufactured some of these videos i was watching just today people are are playing around with ai and they had uh, a comet in the video hitting the moon and it was blowing up and i, I mean it looked real i was like good grief you know it's scary so yeah oh, 10 yeah. years maybe we've been watching stuff that that was manufactured well we've got another guest now Matt showed up. What's up? Yeah, I showed up. How y'all Welcome doing? We're good, man. How you doing? Howdy, howdy. Good. Just put in a full day's worth of work. And yeah. dad was like, I think you're going to be running a little. He said the podcast starts at seven. And he told me last night it started at eight. So uh, eight, yeah, Eastern. eight Eastern. Eastern. Uh, <laughs> it eight doesn't, yeah. Yeah. It's that pesky time zone thing. Got home. Damn time zones. So. <laughs> but I like I like what he how he started this off. Put in a full day's work. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. uncommon these days. <laughs> that is uncommon these days. I got some around here that just you know, when you put in a full yep. day's work. Yeah. I wish they would put in a full day's work, half a day's work. You know, somewhere. Right. I just saw this thing on Twitter a little bit ago, and, I, and I'm going to read this to you guys exactly as this tweet says. Peruvian TV is saying that there was an alien attack there and many injured and dead videos and pictures forthcoming. Hmm. And you know, that wouldn't even surprise me if it was true. Like, you know, I said yeah. the night, you know, you could call me and say, dude, I'm watching a dragon crawl out of a hole in the ground right now. And I'd be like, what color is it? You know, <laughs> I, think it I, seen, I seen that video <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> yeah. I saw you a video know, Now that you mention it. <laughs> so, so what kind of hard work were you up to up to today man uh well we were installing a um about 120 foot of uh porch railing and then we had to paint it all so that's why i have paint on me oh, yeah. still yeah, that'll, that'll get yep. it done. yeah but the it's heat privilege the heat is definitely <laughs> woo. Yeah, white oh, yeah. and white. There you go. Why no white? I was like, man, he, he's he's a little ashy. Somebody need to get that guy some <laughs> some lotion, some lanolin, you know. But now, now it makes sense. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I used to love it. Yeah, the yep. hated painting. I used to be a painting contractor. When people were like, I hate it. I hate the paint. I was like, mm. it sounds like money to me. Don't bother me none. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm yeah. Well, the thing was, is we blew uh, we blew up one of our paint sprayers. And then we bought, went out and we got another one and then it like started acting all funky and I'm like, oh crap, I got all this uh, railing to paint. So I started painting it by hand and then we went back a couple times to the hardware store and they were like, you should do this or that to the paint sprayer and maybe it'll fix it or whatever. And we did and it actually worked. Oh. And it saved me like hours and hours oh, of like, yeah, man, trying to do that by hand. Fine mesh bag and you, mm -hmm. you put that in the and pour your paint in first. I'm sorry to put that in the yes, bucket of paint. Nozzle that. That's, yeah. a, that's a trick yep. to keep you from yep. having to turn that tip and mm. blow the, the crud yeah. out of it. So, damn it, man. So, so we were talking to your dad a little bit, and he said that you guys, you and your brothers, actually started the YouTube channel. So, yeah, we want yep. we want to hear you know, like what was your impetus, and and two, as the next generation, you know, you're you're behind us, you know, coming up. And it's uncommon to find someone your age that thinks like we do. So yeah, I want to hear you about what 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 made you do that, and and how do you see your potential future in this country right now? That's yeah, absolutely. Um, I started the YouTube channel not as a business. I started it as just pure fun. Just wanted to document our family's life and things like that. Three years ago, um as a family, we sat down and we were like, what do we want to do with this whole online YouTube realm? What do we want to do? Do we, do you want it just to be, um, 
you know, a little side hobby or do you want to actually turn it into a business? Um, or do you just want to quit and just go get a nine to five job? Uh, you know, cognitive machine type of job. And I said, no, I think we I, actually what I didn't actually say no right away. I actually just thought about it for several days and, you know, and nothing really happened and came up that was telling me, you know, yeah, you should go ahead and stop it. So I was like, you know what, you know, and we were getting some good momentum. So we just started um, right then and there. I was like, okay, I'm going to go full into making this a business. So um, I think it was two years ago, uh, we made our own uh, online website. So we built it all, all of us brothers. Um, and then we just started scaling from there, adding all the several different types of products that we sell on the website from our raw unvaccinated honey, uh, our large coffee line that we sell that is from a local coffee roaster that's 30 minutes away from our house. We got our organic CBD uh, coffee and our Lion's Mane coffee and candles and bulk. Um, tea. And now we just added on to that with um, our whole butcher shop on the website. And that's actually where we sell local beef and pork to people uh, that are within driving distance to us. But what I'm very entrepreneurial, so I wanted to get after it. And I don't see enough young people actually taking advantage of that of their youth. And it's, it's a blessing that God has given every young person. They all have it. And it's that kind of endless energy that you have, you know, you finally <laughs> do get tired at the end of the day a little bit, but you do have way more energy. And oh, we I know, trust me, we, it, we know. Yeah. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, so yeah. yeah, just listening to you talk is making me tired currently. Yeah. You know, youth is wasted on the young. You guys have all exactly. this energy, the ability to do everything, but you know nothing. You're smarter yep. than the average one cut from this cloth. I'm going to give you credit because just listen to you. Like earlier when you said, I was trying to decide if I just wanted to get a job. You know you know what job stands for, right? J-O-B, just yes, over a group. Because that's where right. you'll stay your whole life if you work <laughs> a job. So that's I tell, I've told my kids this. They don't listen to me, but this is what I've told them. Find another way. Mm -hmm. Go find your way. Go make your way. Absolutely. And, and now you're not, you're not, you know, in the drudgery of life, you know, like how old are you, how old are you Matt? 18. 18. Okay. So, yep. you know, the, the dichotomy of life, this is something that I figured out many years ago. It's, it's that like the best years of your life from the day you're born to the day you graduate high school, you really have no cares, concerns. Mom and dad are taking care of everything. You're just there to have fun. All right. You might go to college another four years, but if you do go to college, you're probably going to start incurring debt right then at 18 years old, you know? Yeah. And so you got four years of college, you get out of college. Now you got to get a job. You got to get a place to live Debt, more debt. You got to get a car, more debt. And you're going to take a job with a company that you have no familial ties to no travel ties mm. to. They don't care about you. You don't care about them yep. and they're not going to pay you what your time is worth. You're going to do And this. then you try to get married on top of that. I mean, and, then you, and then, yeah, then you got to go sign that really bad contract. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, you're going to do this for 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. And you're going to live for two days a week and two weeks mm. a year. And that Dumb. is how your life is laid out for you. So mm. here's someone at your age, 18, saying, now that I'm going to try. Breaking that cycle. Yeah. And that's more people need to do that. So that's Absolutely. highly commendable, man. It really is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our, our goal and hope with um, accumulating the mm -hmm. land and the dirt is to that living legacy to provide mm -hmm. that land and opportunity yeah. to our children so that they can start debt free building their own uh, places to live. And this way they're starting ahead of the everybody else without yeah. debt. And I really call it our family empire. I really like calling it that because that's really what it is. It's generational wealth that we're building, you know, and we're building this legacy that, you know, I was thinking even today while working my butt off, I was like, you know, just, just imagining what like either my, uh, my kids and my great grandkids will not have to go through. You know, I, they will still have to work, of course, but you know, the things that they're going to be able to do is going to be absolutely incredible, Lord willing, um, if we're here that long, but um, yeah, so 
we uh, we talked about this on the fearless podcast that we run and um you know that that comes up all the time you know is there any hope left for america i think there's a lot of people that uh focus on the doom and gloom and you know it's all going to crap and it, it is but you know also on top of all of that um there is so much stinking opportunity it's quite incredible, but you have to pull your head out of the sand and look at the big picture, you know? So, um, and I don't think enough young people do that. I've been hanging around um, several young people over the past year, and it's it's really sad what they they just really don't know anything. And I, I don't I can't really even talk to them because they don't know anything and it's it's so sad. So that's really, we started a young men's course because I wanted to start passing on this knowledge to other young men um, and start training them up for this next generation of young men that, are, that we are going to need uh, to keep this country alive. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, and I threw that comment up right there because Christy here in the comments, she's a, she's a sweetheart. We know her well. And she said that she'd love to have like you mentored her son on this kind of thing. And, and then you mm. turn right around and say, we've already started a program for that. So yep. Christy, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yep. And we are on our, our fifth week of the men's course and it's a membership. They come on, the young men come on. We have our whole program. You get a live uh, consultation deal. We all sit down. We talk about how your week went and then we, you know, we write out your goals and your plans and everything like that. And it's really cool. And I absolutely have been loving it. And I think it's going to be coming up pretty soon. Um, we're actually going to be two weeks. Two, yeah, this two, is the last, this week, last this week, Sunday, and then it should reopen. And then we're going to be opening it back up in two weeks. So, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's, yeah. that's really awesome. Right. See, go ahead, T. I thought you had no, you're good. I, I was just uh, flabbergasted. You know, it's great to see youth in this day and age who are, um, you know, picking up and doing and doing things mm -hmm. like this. What 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 you said, Chris, with, uh, you know, the job, the job, uh, yeah. what that stands for, um, what what you guys are doing is what the American dream is supposed to be. And that's what it was many mm -hmm. generations back. Yeah. You know, to, in this day and age, we've been indoctrinated. That the mm. American dream is, is when you get out of school, you go into debt so that go you can, you know, get a degree and then end up yep. a Starbucks barista later mm. on uh, after yeah. your degree and then go into more debt on a house and then pay three to four times that amount after yep. it's all said and done with your interest. Um, you guys are breaking that chain, you know, yep. that's that, 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 that the enslaved were enslaved at this time mm. in, in yep. America. And uh, it is it's it's great to hear, you know, that there's still people out there doing what you guys are doing. Yeah, Russ just said something that, and yeah. it made me think is is it would be awesome to do you do you go anywhere and speak? Do you ever do events where you guys where you speak about these kind of things? We we would, you know, we've been asked to speak at different events. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because we have Mountain Readiness coming up in October, and it would be awesome to see you guys there. We're, we're, oh, that's a new awesome. event. It's a new thing that okay. T started, um, and and we work with him. You know, it's, it's, we've only had one event. Uh, October will be our second one. The first one went great. Uh, T didn't lose his ass. He, right. he you know, he, and which is fantastic yeah. when you start something like that. Which is and, good. And for yeah. that, right? Let's let's write a quick promo for it. We'll come right back and, and continue this. I want to. I just want to get a, a Mount Readiness promo out there for everybody so they Sweet. remember. Awesome. Buy their awesome. tickets. <laughs> awesome. Send it. Let me see. All right. Or not, Russ. Well, I told him to have it ready. Maybe. He, just, he was supposed to have it ready. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> well, Russ, do we have it? Or, he might have. Is Russ frozen? Well, I'm going to have to look for it now. And I wasn't ready because I thought we had. I thought he was going to grab it for me. Hang on a minute. Well, there it is. I got hey, it. Hey, folks, this is T, and this is Mountain Readiness. doesn't matter what the event is that, that makes this thing go pop. It's, uh, it's going to be water, shelter, fire, food, security. 
That's it. That's what you need in a nutshell. There we go. That's, so, that's the event right there. There it is. Yeah, awesome. we, we know. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and if um, if you guys can come, that'd be great. Let us know. Of course, Mike Dixon, uh, he lives only two hours from us. We've done a lot of collaborating with Mike and awesome. uh, and his family. Great people. We had, uh, uh, of course, Josh Stony Ridge Farmer was there as well, yeah. um, awesome. among Chris and, and, and quite a few others. Uh, Alan Kay, we had Alan Kay there. So uh, uh, to add to that, um, we'll announce it here uh, before anyone else. We will actually have Bear Independent there uh, this October, which is phenomenal. Uh, so you heard it here first, folks. Bear Independent will be there on site, and we're going to do some fundraising for Caleb House to help yes, him out with are. that. Yes, we are. Looking forward to that. That's going to be actually pretty cool to have him there the whole time. I, I you know, we're hoping he's going to be able to make it, you know, at least an appearance, but he's going to be able to be there and hang out the whole time. And Bear's not far from you guys. He's just up in Oklahoma. So, oh, okay. right. awesome. Bear, Bear's very, very deeply involved in the, the human trafficking thing. Um, and, and he started a, a, a nonprofit called Caleb House where they actually pick up these, these kids that have been trafficked and then provide them a place to live, you know, and some mentorship and everything else. Uh, until awesome. they can get sorted out where to go. And it's a safe place, you know. Um, their security yeah, yeah. is extremely high <laughs> um, to the point where we don't even know exactly where this place is. So, you know, because mm. we don't need to know. But uh, that's great. He's, he's a great guy. And you guys probably have a lot to talk about, actually. So, yeah, definitely. Well-rounded, too. Homesteads, the whole bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, not just yeah. the kicking doors and taking names. He's uh, he's active in survival and homesteading and bushcrafting and the works. That's a well-rounded individual to say the least. So. Yes, he is. Absolutely. So I'm just checking comments here real quick. Well, we be, what's the next, what's the, what are you thinking for next year T for the next one for next year? Yeah, so we're going to, we've got some graphics to come out here soon. The next big mountain readiness, we're just going to be doing them the first weekend of May moving forward. We plan yeah. on doing it. So to be May, I think it's, what is this? First, second, third, fourth, I believe, whatever that first Friday, Saturday, Sunday is. Right. Uh, in May, I'll have to, I don't have my calendar, but so that first weekend in May, we'll be doing the big mountain readiness event again. Uh, and then October, the third weekend of October is when we'll be doing that mid type of get together, which is the angry American. We'll, we'll come up with another name for it. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's all out this time, just a spoof. But um, so yeah, May. May is the date tentatively. Awesome. And I know we're going to, we were talking earlier about some folks that are going to probably tag on to next year's event. So it should be way bigger. Yeah. Than so, oh yeah. 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 And I believe, at, you know, we've been working, uh, I know Sue and uh, he, he'll be at this one doing tracking. Yeah. Um, we've got Troy's gate just signed up coming out, which is when it comes to mental preparedness, that place is a no, whole nother level. So uh, a lot of I great stuff and, and quite a few that have never, never been out in the public mainstream as far as, as what they offer. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So, so Matt, as a, as a young 18 year old guy, I, I have, I have one more question for you. This was kind of important. Mm -hmm. um, I would think for you, especially. Yeah. What is a woman? Great question. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. You know, my son, my son, you know, I was warning about this about 10 years ago. I'm like, you know, we're going to get to a place in this postmodern, post-truth American culture where one generation won't know, like visibly, physically won't know. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that's a bad place to be. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And and it's just the fact, you know, we, we joke about the movie 1984 or the book, you know, in the movie. I don't know if you guys all read it or not, but, you know, new speak yep, is a thing. Sure. Okay. And, and there's that one line in there where, where the one dude was like, you know, just imagine in 10 years time. The words won't exist for us to sit and have a conversation like this. And they yep. thought yep. that was a good thing. Yeah. You know, and, and we're kind of in that world now in that the, the, the meaning of words changes all the time. You know, yeah. uh, and they're always changing the words. 
and then they'll they'll change it and then accuse you of doing whatever the hell label they've applied to this this new label they applied to the word. Made up and then you yeah. to defend yourself from the accusation. And the mere defense of the accusation implies guilt. And most people don't understand how the game is even played and they get stuck in it. So oh yeah, that's right. We're gonna throw this up too because at Mountain Readiness for you guys watching that don't know, we will be having free AM radio testing. So if you want to get your hand license, you can come take it for free. Definitely come hang out for that. Sue, you're being awful quiet, man. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I'm starting to feel better. I'm I'm, I'm really interested in, in uh, what they have to say here. Uh, I've got a young man at my house, 18 years old. Uh, of course, uh, I pulled him out of school and uh, homeschooled him here in uh, North Carolina due to the, uh, the critical race theory that was being shut down. Mm, right. And uh, yeah. Yeah. just went from one, one night, uh, you know, we had this, you know, half of his football team over at our house and everybody's having a good time and everything. And then the next, the next night they were racially divided, you know, thanks to mm. their teacher. Uh, yeah. yeah. All the black kids up to the front of the class and making yeah. the rest of the class apologize to them. And uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's enough time, time to time to leave there and everything. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and, uh, we mentioned we mentioned the you know the book Spetsnaz and the and the author of the Spetsnaz, but uh, mm -hmm. but uh, what what he what he warned America about in the eighties has come completely true. It's come completely full circle since the Clinton administration. We are in an, in an insurgency. And he mm -hmm. talked about those five things that uh, the Soviet Union was trying to do to the United States, and they they got they got uh, Ronald Reagan came in and kind of defeated Bankrupt them economically. Them. Yeah. But uh, you know, you got you got religion number one. So, uh, do the Chinese have religion, or do or if if uh, if young men at eighteen now say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to I'm going to church, or I'm going to go I'm going to go preach to my youth class," they're pretty much ostracized from the rest of their friends. You know. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then the second thing is education. You know, and uh, if, if if a young man is proud of having straight A's and B's and stuff like that, he gets ostracized. You know. And then uh, you got your authoritative figures and your media and things like that, but mostly your media and your social media. And, and we all know how the, you know, the social media has just been taken over by just complete hogwash. And uh, and then you got your authoritative figures and your, and your local government. And I don't I don't see hardly any men. Uh, uh, T and I were just at a, a local event. We thought it was going to be a lot bigger than it was. <clears throat> it was uh, basically uh, Christian Reagan, a congressman, is going to be running here in uh, North Carolina for Congress. And uh, what do we have there, T? Maybe, maybe maybe 14, 15 people showed up and none of them. I'll say yeah, none maybe of them, 20 or something. Yeah. Yeah. And none of them were younger than 40. You know, I think, I think, yeah. uh, I think uh, 40 was close. probably the youngest person there. And I, mm -hmm. I, I think that's really sad because when I was young, we would we would really get involved in our local elections, you know, and we we would know who the sheriff was going to be and who the county commissioners were going to be. And politics starts locally, and uh, if we could get our youth back interested in you know taking over the local their local politics, and it would just cascade into state politics and federal politics. I think. Well, that that's why we are where we are right now because the left did that. They understood that if we start infiltrating at the local level, right. it will naturally right. build upon itself. Like here in Florida, our, our governor just dismissed uh, an attorney general for Central Florida uh, for, for um, uh, what they call it, uh, dereliction of duty for not prosecuting cases against criminals that deserve to be prosecuted and just let them slide. Uh, he just candor, you know, and of course, it's because she's black, but that's not why. I mean, they laid it out why she got she, she got yeah. canned. And it's because as that set Soros um, coddle the criminals approach thing that that is, seems to be so popular these days, which goes right along with what Sue was just talking about with, with the, the insurgency that's running here. The rise in crime is intentional. These things are all intentional to 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 try to collapse the system. Um, yeah, anybody who doesn't think. That, yeah. Anybody who doesn't think of trying to collapse this right now is out of their minds. You know? yeah. Well, and I, and I think I think uh, I think what they're doing. What, what these guys are doing down here in Texas is is, is phenomenal, especially if you're going to make a YouTube use use the use the media or the medium to mm. YouTube channels and things like that, and your cell phones, and, and get after these young guys because uh, uh, 
it's I think the disenfranchising of society is what the real goal is. Just just mm -hmm. make everybody just think, well, you know, I'm mm -hmm. thinking about my individual my individual self and not, you know, like like Kennedy said, you know, what can you do for your country? Think not what you can do for yourself or the government can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And I think that's mm -hmm. that's what the young people got to grasp onto and they got to think, okay, things aren't going good. The, our, our, our parents and our grandparents are idiots and they're and they're you know uh, self-centered and they're narcissistic we got to change that and i think yeah. the youth has to that's where the opportunity is they need to grasp that and turn yeah. that around stop being not, so self not only young men but the young women too you know mm. yeah yeah well that's yeah that's what we were talking about at that event that that we spoke at is is you know when we looked out there not a single person under 40. Um, you know, we're literally one one or, or maybe two at best generations away from this world being unsalvageable. I mean, I really feel that, you know, uh, what you're doing, young yep. man, that's that's going to make or break this country. Yes, it is. And, yeah. And the young women is I, I, I saw a quote uh, yesterday, I think it was. Uh, Sorry, Brooks needs to step away. I'm just telling him go have some fun. He's at a reunion with his Air Force buddies, and he's yet he's here hanging out with us. Go party, Russ. Go have fun. Get out of here. Go do your thing, bro. Um, and it was a guy that that was talking about his own sons, and, and he said that he realized that the problem with a lot of the young men in this country today is video games and pornography. That those two mm -hmm. things just suck any motivation and drive out of them because mm -hmm. both of those two things are designed to keep you sitting on the couch or where the hell yeah. ever, uh, not yeah. out doing not out experiencing, not out living. And yeah. that makes us softer and weaker. Like you said, you're out in the heat today, Matt, you know, putting up all day. the fence rail and painting. That's hard work. It's hot. It's miserable. It's not fun. It's not comfortable, but did you die? Nope. You know, no, you know, and, <laughs> and you're, and you're better for it now mm -hmm. than you were this morning when you woke up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it was and the biggest, yeah, this was the biggest job I've sold. Uh, starting our construction business, you know, which was really exciting. Like I've done s dozens of jobs, but this has been actually the biggest one this year, which was really exciting. So you so. got your own little construction yeah, you know. company too, then? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I didn't tell you all that, but yeah, no, we started our. Yeah, we we started our own construction company, just us three brothers, um, this year, and um, we bought a uh, company truck uh, a week ago with our money, like. I think that's kind of tricky for certain people when they look into our lives. I don't want people to think that like we have like a sugar daddy and like he gives us everything. Our dad like makes us work for everything and everything you see, we've worked for it. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, their dad really just bought it. I'm like, no, seriously, like we do everything. Yeah. You know, he he helps us if we if we want uh, to know something or learn something. He's one of the first guys I go to like, Hey dad, what do you think about this? You know, we're quoting this job or whatever. And this just popped up, you know, but other than that money wise, you know, you know, we try our hardest, you know, to make all of our own money. And, um, yeah, the Lord bless us with a brand with a nice, uh, F three work truck. And I didn't have to get into debt, which was like awesome too. And they, they so, have three trucks. We have three trucks and now. they own them all. We own them all. Oh, yeah. So debt free. That's freaking so. awesome. Like he's just, amazing. It's, 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 it's inspiring to hear because you just don't see it or hear it too much today. You know? No, um, and it, yeah, so it's the thing. Yeah. Go ahead. The thing, thing that's so sad is that I don't have anything that you know, I don't have I'm not special like more special than anybody else out there. Like, you know, other kids, they all have the same opportunity. You know, I started with a $20 bill, literally, yeah. you know, a little camera, you know, literally us three brothers saved up with some lawn mowing money. And we went on to Amazon and got this super, super knockoff camera and started the whole YouTube channel. And then it just spiraled from there, you know, snowballed, you know? So it's not like, you know, we were born with a silver spoon in our mouth. We, migrated 2000 miles to Texas. Didn't know anybody. Dad made $30,000 his first year. Beans and rice, rice and beans, the happiest year of our life, pretty much. And we were playing in the mud, you know, and I, you know, I think people just, 
you know, they get caught up in like, like I have to have this big, gigantic, fancy house. I have to have this big, gigantic, fancy car, you know, as soon as I get out of college. So I got to go into like $600,000 worth of debt. I want it now, right now. You know, I call the Amazon Prime lifestyle. They want it now, you know, and they're not, you know, with me, I'm like, I'm going to kind of live on the cheap when I'm young, save, you know, get a good nest egg going, you know, get some family banking going, you know, get some good life insurance going. And then when I'm 40, 50, 60 years old, I'll start getting the things that I want, you know, instead of getting them right now, you know, and getting into debt. <laughs> and getting into debt. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, some, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, no. Go ahead, T. You know, um, I can always tell when when young people are homeschooled, it shines through. Mm -hmm. You know, I was I was actually homeschooled my siblings and I for most of our younger younger days, and uh, it's amazing that society, you know, how they used to frown on homeschooling horribly. You know, we mm -hmm. I can't count how many times we had uh, social services called on us because we weren't in school, and that's another thing that that locks locks us in in this day and age is uh you know yo you're supposed to go to school and, and at school we're going to gear you to be prepared for the workforce which means you spend eight hours of your day locked up in a prison and being indoctrinated yep. with the things that we want you to do you know what's amazing is, is that when you're homeschooled you can get all your schoolwork done in about a quarter of the time and then you can go have a job yeah. Right. You can go work. You Correct. can do chores. You yep. can do all these productive things, play musical instruments. And that's what people don't understand is, is when you send your children to school, not that if that's what you if that's what you have to do, then then go ahead. But but if you really want to raise children to the point that they're self-sufficient and they're they're uh, thinkers, thinkers outside of the box, get them out of that public system, because yep. right here in front of us, this is what it produces when you do that. You give them that mm -hmm. opportunity. Yeah, and the way you guys, the way you're doing it, the way you talk about setting it up and everything, that you talk about building generational wealth, which is again, remember right. that's that's the colonizer talk. Um, but it's also a really good way to avoid inheritance taxes. Like the way you guys are doing this is set up. It's not like dad's going to pass away and now we're going to give it to you. I'm sure you guys are smarter than that. You're going to have a trust or something in place long before that occurs. And yep. it's that kind of thinking outside the box that will allow you to prevent the theft of so much of that generational wealth by the government. Yeah, correct. That's what it is. So they love you're it. building that stuff in now as you go, which is phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's awesome. So do, 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 let me just, just check in comments. I want to make sure we stay up to date. Everybody's got anything awesome in here. Um, what do you guys have coming up? Like on the horizon, like you're you're obviously always thinking and planning. So, mm -hmm. what's your what's your next thing? Next thing is mainly just getting this podcast deal all figured out. Um, YouTube uh, really has just been killing us of lately, and you know we get a thousand yeah, views here, and you know a thousand views here, a thousand views there, whatever. And then even if I put a lot of work into a video, then it gets the same results, and it's it just really stinks. Um, so I really, we've been really seeing that there's been a lot of, um, success with the podcast realm. So, and we have all the gear to do it and we've already kind of been doing it, but we're, let's just go ahead and fully commit into doing that. So then we started the fearless podcast. Um, we're five episodes, five in. episodes in, and now we're just trying to figure out our style and different format format how we want to sure. do it so that's one of them one of the things oh, we're still we're doing working. it here too this is the eighth episode of this you know okay okay, okay wow yeah, this is a brand new podcast too i mean I should, awesome. people have been asking me for years to do one and i never got yeah. around to it I, I, that's uh, great I, I signed with a manager a couple of years ago holly who's just awesome um and she's the one that's pushing me to get a lot of this other stuff going great. and i'm glad i did because usually we got our other buddy emory here and Sue and T, we're, we're all great friends and we get to do stuff together on occasions. Um, and it's just nice to be able to sit around and talk with like-minded mm. people. Yeah, you know, because yeah, absolutely. Everybody talks about the echo chamber. And, and I would say that we don't live in an echo chamber because we're rational yeah. enough that we'll actually listen to both sides of an argument. And we're not going to scream and shout you down if we disagree Correct. with your opinion. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a benevolent dictator. I'll look right at him and say, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Go with God. God bless you. You know, enjoy it. Um, no hair off my back. I don't care. You know, uh, whereas it seems like so much of today, like you just look at the, I forget the NASCAR driver's name that just got canned from NASCAR because he liked yes. a tweet. Like you're going to destroy I someone's life or something tweet. like that. Yeah. Uh, me. Yeah. 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 That's, that's mind boggling. That, that's where we are in society. Man. How many times somebody. have you put your phone? How many times have you put your phone in your pocket and butt liked some? You know what I mean? Yeah. Your phone will butt, butt dial, dial, do all these. Yes. You could stick your phone in your pocket, and that could happen. I mean, it's so insane, well, and you're going like, to cancel somebody. But but not even that. The fact that he just said that's funny, and you have to, and you know, right. granted, there's so there's insane. there's three sides to the George Floyd story, right? Um, there's, mm -hmm. there's the left side, there's the right side, and then there's what actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, yeah. and we know what actually happened. There's autopsies and video and all kinds of stuff. It's pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. and you're screaming at the top of your lungs. I can't breathe. You can breathe. I know that for a fact. I've tested that theory out. Um, cause when you choke the shit out of them, they stop talking. But <laughs> the fact is that just, <laughs> it does work. <laughs> Uh, it, it works. But the fact that it'll ruin your life, like, you, you know, your, your future's dead. You're, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, it's disturbing. This world is so topsy-turvy. The whole thing, the world is topsy-turvy. Good is bad. Bad is good. Um, is and down, half the time they just, they make stuff up as they go too. I mean, it, it's gotten so insane. You know what really, it, 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 it blows my mind is, you know, 20 years ago, I remember clicking through and Jerry Springer pops up and they have transvestites and stuff like this on, on Jerry Springer. And people are just dogging them and screaming at them and all. And then now jump. I mean, that's Jerry Springer. It was the it was the scrape, the bottom of the barrel show, mm -hmm. you know, and the yeah. and how what people thought 20 years ago versus what people think today. I mean, 20 years is not yeah. that long of a period. And here we are. It's 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 insane. No, I mean, it, it's upside down. It's backwards. Hey, I'm gonna let's run. But but it's 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 good to see that these young guys are saying that they can go out and they can learn with their they can use the skills that they have and God their God oh, yeah. talents. Oh yeah, they can break this mold and this. What I said about this education system that goes not only in public schools but goes into our our uh, you know our uh, next next phase of learning your college and universities too and break break that mold because you're just you're just going there you're wasting your time you're getting in debt yep. and what you should be doing yeah, is correct. building your own businesses using that time between your 18 and 21 who and that's what i tell my son use that time between your 18 and 21 mm. learn a trade you can always fall back yeah, on correct and, and he's, a, yep. he's the electrician's apprentice and he's he's trying to do well awesome. on things and uh, yeah, but you, you you need you need to learn those skills that you can always carry with you, no matter what yeah. what uh, yeah. what the world does. Yeah. Advocating in us for at all, I'm not advocating at all for people to not go to college. Hey, if college is your thing, then by all means go to college. But there's something oh, to be goodness. said. I myself, I I I I I quit the homeschooling thing when I was 15. I said, now nah, I'm I'm good. I'm going to work full time, and I did. Went to work full time. Moved out on my own. Traveled all over the place. And um, it, it just wasn't for me at the time. I went back, got a GED at 19, but I learned a trade, you know, uh, uh, mm. in trades. I told both of my sons, I said, you know, finish school. But at the same time, if you don't feel college is for you, then then get into a trade because that's what's lacking in the world today. Absolutely. 100%. Hey, you, do you guys have to? We do another little show after this. We'll hang out for like another thirty minutes over on my Patreon on Rumble or Tumblr, or not Tumblr. What the hell is it? Rumble. I don't remember now. Rumble. We have a Rumble. You guys have time to hang out for a little bit for that because I'm going to run sure, a sure. little yeah, promo great. for that. We'll do that real quick. We'll come back. We'll wrap this up and we'll jump over there because over there we get a little looser. It's not YouTube. So. Yeah. When you're trying to talk common sense to a liberal, you're just wasting your time. <laughs> I love Sue's voiceovers. Short, sweet, and to the point. Love. It. I love Sue's voiceovers. 
It is. It was everything I'd ever hoped for, man. Sue, you're you're my idol. Like like yeah. that voice. That voice. That's you're it. just that's it. Yeah. Silky that smooth. Silky smooth when he lays it on. That is. I see why you have so many ex-wives, Sue. No doubt. <laughs> Let's get it on. I, I I know what a woman is because I paid years of child support. Yeah. <laughs> Sue was really good at marrying housekeepers for a while there, you know. He'd marry him and they'd keep the house and he'd have to go buy another one. Yep. So, yep. so you know, fam, uh, this is this is what it. you are not these are the things not to do. Years ago when I was yeah, you would uh, like to keep a, being prosperous. When I was in, <laughs> when I was an advisor for the Iraqi commandos, they asked me we were sitting around the burn barrel one one winter night and everything, and you know, trying to warm our hands. And they said, What's the best job in America? I said, Well, let me think about that. Said, it's that's pretty easy. It's gotta be ex-wife. That's the best job in America. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then now and again, you you get you get the perfect wife, which I have right now, my my lovely wife Amber, and then she buys you cups like that, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, only my wife. I got a good one. I mean, I've only been married to her for thirty. This will be thirty three years in November, so you know. Nice. Well, and that's 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 all these young men need to realize that uh, probably the mm -hmm. most important decision you'll ever make in your life is who you spend the rest of your life with. So yeah. don't, yeah. don't take 100%. that percent. Do yes. not take that lightly and find yeah. somebody find somebody that uh, not only you know get along with in the good times, but uh, that you yeah. can actually have a uh, have an argument with and not. Yeah. Not end up hating each other. Yeah, when you, when, yeah, you, exactly. when you start thinking you want to, you you've met a girl you want to marry, um, and wait till the weather is just absolute shit, raining and cold and miserable, and take her camping. See how she <laughs> behaves. Then. It's, a good, it's a good way to judge the character of the woman that you're wanting to spend the rest of your life with. That's a good I mean, one. You can I mean, like, rain it like pour can... piss out of a boot, and and you just you know blue cold outside, and take her camping and see how that works. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the first anniversary of meeting each other, take her to like McDonald's or something. Just be like, hey, sorry, I, I was. And, and then if she sticks with you, it's a keeper. Yeah, that's <laughs> but no, it is. I mean, the all seriousness seriousness up it is. You know, I don't care how strong of a man that you are. If you pick mm. the, the wrong mate, uh, yeah. they will break you. I don't <laughs> care what how tough you yeah, think yeah. you are. They will destroy you. So uh, yeah. they yeah. have that capability. It's, you know, and it's nothing against women. It's just no. uh, if you if you pick the wrong one, you're going to pay for it in more ways than yep. one. That's true. Yeah. That's why I told my dad. I was like, I way rather be single for the rest of my life than like have to be like married to somebody that I hate, you know? So yeah. I'm definitely going to try to find the best even, one. Even yeah. once you're married and you decide you hate them, get out as early as you can. Don't stick around. It's just, you know, you're not, you're not helping nobody. So you know, learn from and mistakes plus, and move on. That's it. And plus, you know, with you being homeschooled and doing what you're doing and your, your father, you know, has evidently raised you right, I'm sure, equating to 4.30 in the morning, kicking you out of bed, it's time to go do chores and, and that kind of sort of thing, which builds all that character. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, there's a saying, if you lie with dogs, you get fleas, right? Yeah. So stick around with the right people and you'll get the right yeah. mate and you'll have a good life. Yeah. See, like Kat here says, you know, he knew he had the right one when she pushed started his truck when they were dating. That's how you judge a woman. <laughs> it's a keeper. That's a keeper, buddy. <laughs> and it was an automatic too. I mean, you know. <laughs> Well, guys, we're wrapping this up. What do you? What do you? Where can people find you? What do you guys got coming up? Uh, where, where can we point people to look and find what you guys are doing? Yeah, you can find us up. over. Yeah, awesome. yeah, you can find us on the Texas Boys uh, on YouTube, and then you can find us on our website, thetexasboys.com, if you want to uh, support what we do here on the farm and um, what we're trying to promote here. Um, that'll be the texasboys.com. And then also go check out our new podcast that we just started, The Fearless Podcast. That's on pretty much all of the podcast um, outlets. So, yep. What, what's the name of that podcast? The Fearless Podcast. The Fearless. The Fearless. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm making a note too. I'm going to be 
Okay, oh, awesome. I haven't listened to podcasts yet. I've been watching videos on you guys. Okay. 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 Great. So, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna cut this, and uh, you guys can Great. jump over to Tumblr through Patreon, and we'll be over there for a little while hanging out too. Um, you guys know the deal. Same bat time, same bat t- channel next week. Hopefully, we'll have Emory in here, and we'll have more guests, and we'll get that put up for you guys. Said I put up this time, but I gotta check my notes. I don't remember who it is yet at the moment. So anyway. <laughs> You guys know the drill. Be good. Be good at it.